0: Hello, this is the coach, Bill Sparkman, and I want to take some time right now to talk about one of my favorite topics of all time, time management. This is a good one. Most people that I've met tend to believe if they could conquer this one skill, that, that their life, their business would all of a sudden work. It's like one of the, the, the biggest excuses for underachieving of all. It's just I'm not good at time management. <laughs> Does that make sense? It it seems that people tend to use the lack of time management skills, again, as sort of that blanket excuse for underproducing. Uh, I'm going to try and bust the myth in the next few minutes. Um, So first of all, let let me offer this for you to consider. There will never be enough time to get everything done. In fact, you'll never get caught up. Isn't that a relief? Think about that. I remember the day my coach told me that. Uh one of those days where I was saying, oh, I just can't get all this done. I can't get this done. I don't have enough time for that. She said, hey, consider this. You're never going to get caught up. You'll never get everything done that you have to. There's never going to be enough time. And I said, you're kidding? <laughs> Is that right? Um, so I think what we have to do right off the bat, that sort of takes a load off, just that alone. I'm never going to get caught up. Stop looking at your desk and going, all right, today – I'm going to catch up. It ain't going to happen. You already know that. Um, so what we have to do is we have to stop trying to cram more and more activity into less and less time. You don't have more time. I think what you have to do is create the, the right activities and cram those into the time that you do have. And Again, it's the right activities into that. See, we always have the same amount of time. It's what we do with that. I think it's more important. Um, I know, again, a lot of people that are working harder and harder every day trying to get caught up. And again, it seems that by the end of the day, they go. So what happened? <laughs> I'm no further ahead today uh, than I was yesterday, or at the end of the day from the start of the day. Anyway, that, that, that again is that same law of diminishing return, and, and it can also be a, a very discouraging, uh, uh, you know, very disappointing. That it doesn't look like you're getting any closer. See, th- the problem that I've seen here, it's not about. Time management. You know, those two, ooh, the words, time management at all. It never is, never was, never will be. It's about self-management, not time management. It's more about priority management, not time management. See, we, we, we think it's time. It's not. Uh, it has a lot to do, uh, a lot more to do with priorities and how each one of us manages ourself throughout the day. Um, you, you really have to start by... Being committed—that's um, another one. There's that word again. Being committed to spending 80% of your time working on the highest income-producing activities in any given day. I, I said that real like, oh, that's easy. It's not. Think of the things that creep into your business every day, the things that creep onto your desk every day—voicemail, email, this thing, people bothering you. I mean, but but if we could find a way through structure <laughs> um, uh, of spending 80% of our day working on the highest income-producing activities every day, we'd have a shot. If we could spend 80% of our time on the highest priority activities that we've got to uh, finish every day, we've got a shot. See, this doesn't mean if you could do this, okay, life works now, you're going to do whatever you want and produce whatever you want. It just means I've got a shot. And I think that's all we're looking for just give me a shot. See, I, I call th- this little piece of this, I call it again the rule of fives. See, I I say that every day there are five things that you have to do. There's three things that you need to do, and there's two things that you want to do. Now, now just, I I want you to consider this. Um, If you could spend your time on those five have-to's every day, I mean, tell me, and and by the way, those are the highest priority activities in your day. Those top five, the five have-to's, they change every day. Isn't that true? Every day I got a new top five, uh, the five twos. See, we're weak salespeople and, and people that don't produce what they say they want, uh, where they spend all of their time. They don't spend 80% of their time on the half-tos or the need-tos. They spend 80% of their time on the want-tos. <laughs> it's pretty interesting. You see, top producers procrastinate just like anyone else, but they don't put off the high-value activities. High-value half twos are the highest-value need-tos, are the next highest value and want twos are if I can get around to that today if not I'll do that tomorrow see if you if you look at the have twos like well if I don't get around to that today I'll do it tomorrow tomorrow never comes you already know how that works so uh, I can remember telling someone that I was coaching recently again that they that they were a procrastinator and and they said to me are you kidding me come on I'm closing 20 loans a month I, I, I I do not procrastinate I said come on It's a human dynamic. We all procrastinate. No big deal. But here's the difference. You see, that particular person is very selective in his procrastination. (laughs) That's pretty good. Um, He only procrastinates on the want-tos. He procrastinates and he puts off doing those low-value activities. He does not procrastinate working on the have-tos and the need-tos and as high-income producing activities. So again, it's just selective procrastination. We all procrastinate. You just have to decide and be very selective in those things that you put off. And maybe it starts with that. Uh, I I think the next thing you have to uh, really get better at, by the way, if you wanna find a way to get a little bit better at this whole time management concept, is you have gotta get a lot better at controlling interruptions during your day. Think about, again, all day long with your highest intention set at the beginning of the day. um, There are things, again, that come into your business uh, that are just trying to interrupt you all day long. Think of the interruptions that you're faced with every day. And we said everything from the telephone uh, to emails, voicemails, people in your office. You're getting interrupted every time you turn around. Think about what are your favorites. I like that question to ask people a lot that I coach. What are your favorite interruptions? And they go, what do you mean? What are those interruptions that happen to you most of the time during your day? Just identifying was the first step. So you can't manage them. You can't control them until you can identify them. So just think about this could be, you know, the aha on this whole concept right here on this this topic. What are your biggest interruptions during the day? See, again, if I knew that, we could then put together a plan to begin to control those. See, begin to manage them. I didn't say get rid of them. Well, I guess if it's a person, we could probably get rid of them. But there's certain things you're not going to be able to get rid of. You're going to just have to learn how to manage those things during the day. Uh, They'll keep coming, but if I can control them, they won't control me. Uh, I've been told that it takes seven minutes to get refocused on what you were doing uh, once you have been interrupted. I'll say that again. That was kind of weird. it it takes seven minutes just to get refocused on what you were doing after you've been interrupted. Now, just think how many interruptions do you get a day? 10, 20, 200, 50? I mean, I don't know. Um, It it could be a pretty big number. What what have you just thought about that every day? Just went, hmm, I get interrupted about 50 times a day. Well, 50 times seven. Think about how long it takes you just to get refocused again on what you were doing. You wanna talk about lost time? I, and, I, and I know there's only 24 hours in a day, I, I understand that. But one of the ways we begin to start losing the time that we have is, is sometimes just getting refocused again, let alone getting off track and defocused. So I, I think you have to begin, one of the ways you, you start, I guess, in controlling interruptions is number one, you learn uh, how to say no, uh, how to say no up front. Um, I I think that there's too many people that that say yes when they really meant no. (laughs) Anybody relate? (laughs) Too many people that say no, but they really meant yes. I mean, just up front, you want to control interruptions, you have to learn just to say no. Stop overcommitting, number one. Only say yes to what you mean. Only say yes to people uh, when you are absolutely committed to whatever you are agreeing to. It just starts with that. That alone can begin to offset some of the interruptions you're getting during the day. Um, I think some of the lower priority items and some of the requests you get of other people, you just have to schedule those for later dates. You know, let's say the people that say, uh, hey, have you got a, have you got a minute? You've got to learn how to say, nope, don't have a second. I don't have a millisecond, okay? But two weeks from tomorrow at 3.30, uh, we could meet. <laughs> Does that make sense? Now, that's not mean. That's called managing your interruptions, and you know you get those every day. Come on. You get the, hi, do you have a minute? Do you have a second? Can I run this by you? All that stuff, and again, if you, if you can't say no to that or reschedule it, you're letting people rob your time, and, and you're saying that it's okay to take away my time. So you see, that's not a mystery of time management. That's a mystery to me about, like, why do you let people do that to you? And, and I think it starts. So, so look at, it, it, in, in the beginning, just the kinds of interruptions you get every day. Just take a minute, think about that. Then think about how many of them that you get during the day and the time that takes to get back on track to what you were doing. And, and then look at, well, maybe what, what could I do now to um, manage and control the kinds of things that interrupt my day? And if you can do that, by the way, other people will look at you and say, man, does this guy have a handle on time management? He gets more done than anybody I've ever known. Well, that's not really the case. I've got the same amount of time as anybody. It's just that I've found a way to, to keep myself in the game. You see, if I can keep myself in the game longer every day, I've got a lot better shot at, at creating uh, the results that I'm, that I'm really trying to do. Um, take a look at that rule of fives, by the way. Um, most of you have a, have a form that we use, and we use that form a lot. Um, if you're going to use the rule of fives, the half twos, the need twos, and the one twos, it's a good thing to do those. The uh, you know again uh, the night before, uh, the night before try to uh, set that uh, in motion for yourself. So when you wake up first thing in the morning, you've already got your half twos, need twos, one twos already done. It's just like all right, let's get up, let's get busy. Uh, I, I don't want to see you spend the the first hour of the day. Well, let's see. I better get in the office and work on my things to do today list. Not too late. <laughs> it's too late. You work on that for an hour, and and then you won't have any time for this. And then it's time for coffee, and you got to go to lunch, you have got to meet this, and pretty soon the day's half gone. And you go, wow, am I I stink at time management? Anyway, uh, so look at that rule of fives, but see if you can't uh, make that happen the night before. Uh, lastly, I think that it, it, that really mastering uh, this this self management, uh, priority management, time management starts with making better choices uh i I think it it starts and maybe ends with that Uh, people that find a way to manage their self their time their priorities they make better choices all day long Uh, uh, rather than uh, blaming uh, any lack of of production or blaming any lack of getting things done uh, on that lack of time you see uh, the the people that never have time for prospecting well it's number 22 on their things to do list Does does that make sense of course there's no time to prospect they got to go to the cleaners, they got to get the car washed. Uh, for a realtor, they haven't shown property in four months, but I got to get that car washed just in case. I mean, you know, we got to get the dog clipped. We got, well, oh boy, it's five o'clock. God, I didn't have time to prospect today. I stink at time management. <laughs> no, you made bad choices all day long. Does that make sense? You made the want-tos way more important than the need twos and the have twos. So I think you got to make better choices. I say high achievers, make better decisions all day long. You see, prospecting for them is a have-to. See, marketing is a have-to. It's not a, well, if I can get around to, if I have time today, by goodness, I'm going to go market. I'm just too late again. So I think high, high, high achievers, they, they, they make great decisions. Um, kids make better decisions all day long, the ones that stay out of trouble. They, they, they get decisions every day. I say that all of us have a, at least three critical decisions to make every day and your decision on those three critical decisions will alter your results day in and day out now what what are those three critical decisions and choices i have to make every day i have no idea you may have already had two or three today before you even listened to this but the key is i know that you're going to have three opportunities to take yourself right out of the business and I think that's the moment where you've got to say, stop. Hmm, I've got to make a choice. See, I think that, by the way, puts all of it on you rather than outside sources, outside forces. Does that make sense? Look at those, those choices. And I, and I think if you, if you look at that, maybe it's at that level. Uh, people that are better at time management just make better choices all day long. They can control the interruptions day in and day out. And and they just know that they have to be dead on with the types of activities that they do, Uh, and they've got a real handle on this whole have to need to want to. Um, It's the difference between think about this. Here's here's a choice. You 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 want an example? Um, We all know people that get to work at at nine o'clock in the morning, but they don't go to work till ten thirty. Does that make sense? They get there, the body's there, but they don't go to work till ten thirty. See, we have a thing called get to work, go to work. Do not get to work till you're ready to go to work. See, those people that walk in at 9 o'clock and go to work are the ones that the underachievers say, well, see, he's just better at time management. No, he just gets after it. See, part of it is they create more time for themselves. Not really, but through their activities, their commitments, and their decisions. So ch- summary, um, if nothing else, take charge of your time. Do not give that up to someone else. Take charge. Uh, Eliminate those time robbers in your life Uh, and those are those interruptions we talked about. If you can't eliminate some of them, make sure that you find a way to control the rest. Control the interruptions or eliminate those time robbers. Time robbers can be those people that say, Bill got a second. Control those interruptions if you can. Work on your high priorities. Spend eighty percent of your time on the highest income producing activities in any given day. If you do that, Watch your time expand. Not really, but your results will soar. And others will say, man, is he good at time management. Well, we'll accept that. Until next time, this is the coach, Bill Sparkman. Keep winning.